G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Things get tough sometimes, and it's in those times that we need our faith to be strong. We want our faith to be strong. And yet all too often, we become downcast and afraid. We lose the plot just when we need the sort of faith that moves mountains. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to A Different Perspective as we kick off a new series of messages called Having Faith That Moves Mountains. And do stick with me, because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application book. You know something? I'm really excited today, because today on the program, we're kicking off a four-week series on faith. I've called it, Having Faith That Moves Mountains. See, Jesus once said to his disciples, Have faith in God. Truly I tell you, if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart, but you believe that what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. So I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Mark chapter 11, verses 22 to 24. Now, if you take him at his word, and, and I'm sorry, I'm one of those crazies who absolutely does, then this is an outrageous statement, right? Does he really mean that for you and for me? I mean, I, for one, have believed until I burst for something and it didn't happen. And I've seen people who take this whole faith thing way too far, believing for outrageously selfish things. And yet this God who sent us his son, he talks a lot about faith. And the only sort of faith he seems to talk about is the sort of faith that, well, moves mountains. I spent a lot of time thinking about that. So if you're up for it, let's kick off a few weeks just kind of chatting and exploring and let's see what we come up with. I visited an elderly man recently who was in the last few weeks of his life. He he was dying of cancer. I'd spoken to him on the phone just a few weeks before and, and this is what he'd said to me. He said, well, I believed in Jesus most of my life, but I'm not sure where I'm going when I die. So I went to see him And it was the most amazing time. I frankly felt a bit uncertain about visiting him because this whole pastoral thing isn't really my strong point, I told myself as I pressed his doorbell. He showed me into his lounge room. He sat in his favourite chair over in that corner and me on a dining chair on the other side. As we began talking, I looked down at his feet and you know what? He was wearing a pair of slippers, both of which had holes in the toes And my first thought was, oh, he needs some new slippers. But then it struck me. At this point in his life, the very last thing he needed was a new pair of slippers. As the time passed, I felt more and more at ease in his presence. Whereas before, I'd be wondering what, if anything, useful I could share with him. You can tell I'm a preacher, right? As the moments ticked by, I was overwhelmed with a sense of deep privilege and being allowed to be in this place with him. It was such a special time. The last thing he said to me as we shook hands on the front porch in the bright sunlight was a confident, we'll meet again, 
but not here. Sometimes it's just a little encouragement that we need to discover that the seed of faith that God's planted in our hearts has in fact grown into a mighty tree. It's exactly what he needed. Not sage words of advice or a sermon on faith, just the quiet assurance that comes when we rediscover the faith within, a faith that had become clouded by the deep cares of the present because that's what had happened to him. He'd been walking all his life with his faith in Jesus, as long as he could remember, he told me. But with cancer ready to take his body, all of a sudden, the realities of his circumstances started to take over. I wonder how you and I will feel one day when we don't need new slippers anymore. I wonder how we'll confront the greatest reality of all, that one day we will breathe our last breath on this earth. How healthy will our faith be on that day? The things that we'd struggled so hard for, the things that we'd always taken for granted, the things that somehow we duped ourselves into believing would be forever, when those things don't matter anymore. Have you ever wondered why we need faith? For me, beginning at the end like that brings that into sharp focus. It's not just about death, that we have to confront one day, but life. Today, tomorrow, next week, next year, everyday life. And in that life that you and I lead, we know all too well that there are things that happen that are bigger than us. They overwhelm us, things outside our control. Every day we face challenges. Every day things happen that can rob us of the joy and the peace that life is all about. It seems to me that the central reality that demands our faith is this, that there are things out there, you know, outside of our control, outside of our circle of influence, things that sometimes we can't even see, we don't even understand, that can impact negatively on our interests, on our health, on our well-being, on our finances, on our career prospects, on our relationships, on our very lives. So you name it, any hope, any dream, any desire you have, And there's something lurking out there that can rob us of the good things that in our heart of hearts we have planned for ourselves. Don't have to be particularly selfish or or self-centred plans either. Just the ordinary, everyday, very reasonable things of life. Sometimes they're even good things, the dreams that we have in our hearts to serve God, the deep desire we have to be part of his plan for this world. No matter what it is, there are inevitably things out there that can rob us of what we have planned. And those things, they show up. Well, they show up in a number of different ways. See, they can show up as fears and worries. We we brood over possibilities. They, They are, after all, outside our circle of control. We can't control them. We can't change them. We can't fix them. So what we do is we worry about them. It's our cheap substitute. And the more we worry, the more that fear grips us and immobilizes us. Or they can show up as insurmountable obstacles or barriers, things we just can't overcome. See, that's what happened to that elderly gentleman that I went to visit when he started to focus on the reality of death that confronted him instead of the reality of the Jesus he believed in all his life. When he did that, doubt snuck in under his guard. They can show up as challenges that we would love to meet, but we can't. Have you ever had this sense that, well, well, I should be able to do this, but, 
the salesman preparing to make that big sale who's afraid to pick up the phone to make the appointment. They can show up as a deep sense of inadequacy, the man addicted to pornography, who, try as he may, simply cannot break the cycle of shame. So he lives in his secret shame. The woman who, deep within the fibre of her very being, just knows that she simply isn't good enough. And what's more, she never will be. They can show up as regrets, deep regrets from the past. That bad financial decision, that, that divorce, that abuse. So many people allow their past to destroy their present and rob them of their future. And here's, here's what I know. For each one of us, there, there are one or two of those things in that list that resonate deeply. And as we each examine our hearts and look into those darker recesses that, that frankly we try not to look in too often, there's an ache, a cry of our heart that goes something like this. If only... If only I could be set free from these things. If only those things out there outside my control, those things that I'm afraid of, those those things that can rob me of the good hopes and dreams and plans of my heart, if only I could be rid of those. How wonderful my life. Like it or not, sometimes the going in life gets tough. It's so easy to be filled with faith and overflowing in hope when everything's going fine. But when life takes a turn for the worse, when the pressure's really on, our hope seems all too often to evaporate. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called More Hope Than You Can Ever Imagine. Because his word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that through this book, he'll fill you to overflowing with a rock-solid certain hope available to you in Christ and Christ alone. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.